Welcome to the Pageantry Podcast. And today's special Pageantry Podcast guest, you know him, you've seen him, Michael Schreiber of Stage Success. Michael, good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, Carl. You know, I'm, I'm so excited to have you know an actual working actor on the Pageantry Podcast today. Thank you for calling in. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thrilled to be here. You know, let's talk a little bit about you personally. What is your background in the performing arts? Well, my background, I started a little bit later in the game. It was the end of my college career when I was undecided. I had no idea what I wanted to do with the rest of life. And I ended up in New York City working with some actors. And I was asking them a lot of questions. And they told me, hey, you know what? Go take a class. And I was suggestible enough to follow through on that. So I did. I took a class and I loved it. And I knew that I had to stick with it, so I ended up getting a degree in theater and having a lot of great opportunities to perform. And it was something that I knew I had to do more of. I had learned so much from it. I felt like I got so much growth from it, and I just I wanted to explore more. So then I started doing regional theater, um, you know, throughout New England and Pennsylvania and around the country a little bit. And then in New York City, getting into some great acting classes, always continuing to study starting to get into film and television and eventually producing and directing and coaching and finding so many ways that I fit into this industry that has continued to surprise me and still does. What do you feel is the greatest accomplishment of an actor? I think of accomplishment differently. You know, there's a lot of people that I work with that I'm very clear that having a career is an important thing that it's great to get you know, more recognizable credits and commercial success, but what I'm more interested in is personal growth with it. I think that good actors are always getting better, so when I see someone taking risk and succeeding, when I see someone who's interested in becoming a storyteller and not just a, a commercial success, that is what inspires me because that's where I had the most opportunity to grow as, as, a, as a person, as a performer, it has led me to successes in so many diverse areas in terms of leadership and confidence and interpersonal relationships and just um, emotional intelligence, dealing with people and talking with people. It's been so fulfilling in so many ways, but I think it's something everyone should learn and study. And I also think that that kind of growth and that kind of accomplishment will lead to, inevitably, the bigger commercial successes that actors want. Excellent. As a partner, as a principal uh, within the company, let's talk a little bit about stage success and the premise behind the company. Sure. Stage success started, well, I started coaching because everyone asked me to coach. I was working with all kinds of different theater companies and a manager and an agent, and everyone would say, Michael, can you work with my younger talents? Can you work with some beginning actors that I have? And I was opportunistic with those things. I loved getting any work in the industry. So I always said, sure, I guess I'll, I'll try that. And it got to the point where I organized, and now I have stagesuccess.com and started my own business with it. And we define the mission as making sure that actors have every opportunity to develop and express their unique talent. So stage success is much more about the development of the talent than it is about like us being a manager or an agency. And what happens now is a lot of, because I meet so many managers in Asia, they will refer their clients to me. So they'll say, great, we have this audition coming up. Michael, can you work with the talent to help them prepare for this audition? Or we're going to a convention. We have an opportunity to audition a lot of people. 
or I auditioned for a lot of agents and managers, can you work with the talent to prepare them for that? And a way that I meet all those industry professionals is at the conventions. A number of different conventions around the country bring me in and say, hey, we have a lot of actors here that are just getting started. They're going to see a lot of different talent scouts. Michael, can you work with them to prepare them the best you can in a couple of sessions so they can put their best foot forward right. in these? You know, a lot of times it's their first professional audition. So that's become my specialty is helping actors develop that. And then what happens, too, is a lot of people meet me and um, if we really connect, they'll say, hey, can we continue to work together? And we'll work longer term on their growth so that they're always getting better. Um, I know I'm kind of hitting this from a lot of angles, but I think one of the tenets of stage success is that for an actress to succeed, they always need to be growing both in terms of their craft and their technique and also in terms of how they approach the business. So you're always getting better as an artist and you're always getting better as a business person. And of course, working with the conventions, that, 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 that's a great recommendation of your professionalism and, and, and your own acting abilities. Absolutely. It's, it's true for me as a coach that I don't think I can ever stop growing because I'd be doing a disservice to my students. I feel like I always need to be getting better every day. And I think that's good advice for any professional in general. That you know, I certainly wouldn't want a doctor who stopped studying medicine once they got their degree. Right. It wouldn't make any sense, you know? Exactly. And, of course... In keeping on, on the lines of stage success, your partner, Adam Hill, actually writes the showbiz article for Pageantry Magazine. Yes, Adam was the teacher in college who got me started. So when I said I went and took that first acting class in college, he was there to greet me, and he encouraged me endlessly because he saw someone who was willing to grow and learn. You know, he I guess part of it was that he said, hey, this is a person who is also marketable and could have a career. But I could tell that he was interested in my growth in a way that I never experienced having not worked in any artistic capacities directly right. up to that point in my life. Adam is, he's been a friend ever since and a mentor, you know, so we've gotten to work together professionally on a number of projects. We have a film coming out very soon. We're in the excruciating last 2% of finishing this movie called Stages. And Adam is doing very well. He has a grand opening April 1st in Las Vegas of a school called uh, CRAFT, C-R-A-F-T, that he's opened with Brad Garrett. So they're very excited to bring professional training to Las Vegas. If anyone's in the Las Vegas area, bradgarrettcomedy.com, they can check that out. Of course, Brad Garrett, everybody knows from Everybody Loves Raymond. Uh, he's been featured in pageantry before, uh, as well as he has, he has a new sitcom out now. You know, and, and it's great that you know they have the craft, you have the stage success, you're, you're coaching, you're teaching. What can a novice do? How can a novice start to learn the art of acting, the, the, the craft itself? That's a great question. Well, thank you. There's a, <laughs> you know, it's, well, it's interesting because a lot of people think the first thing they need to do is find an agent or find a manager. And at a young, young age, uh, someone that is ready to work and, and a marketable child that might be a good place because they're not expected to have so much talent yet, and sometimes the industry needs young people. So when I'm working with someone young, I'll help them kind of, I'll give them a performance more than teach them craft, but it's getting them to open up and be themselves. Okay. If you're really interested in acting as a career, get in an acting class. Whether it's working one-on-one -on -one with someone like myself, I, can, I certainly do do that with people, but I always recommend being in a class where you have the opportunity to get up in front of audiences. 
there are so many great acting books. My One of my favorites is by Adam Hill, who we just mentioned, that's available on stage success, Beyond the Moon, because he breaks down the craft of acting in such understandable terms to anybody. You know, so like anything else, there's all kinds of great education, reading books, reading plays, reading a lot of plays. You know, watching movies with an eye towards what the actors are doing instead of just for entertainment. So going back and studying performances that you like and asking questions, being curious, people watching. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's really because acting is so tied to life. Right. You know, just having experiences in the world, I think, is, is important. And then as you start to develop your craft, you start to become aware of, of people and of situations and experiences in a way that has more depth. Right. And those of us who know you know that you know you you have boundless energy, and uh, the kids love being around you. And it seems like you really enjoy teaching the young people the craft. I really do. The the thing that's great about kids, number one, they keep me energized and young, and I learn so much from them. And the other thing that's great about it as a teacher is that kids won't let me pretend for a second that I'm an expert. Like they need to see that I understand it, and I need to be willing to play with them with the same energy that I want from them in their performances. Mm-hmm. So so they just keep me so real and so focused on exactly what I want to be focused on instead of getting into any kind of academic thing. You know, that's a, real quick, that's the thing that I think is hardest for kids. And one reason why I think the training is so valuable is because when kids are in school, and it, it makes sense and I get it, and I grew up the same way, but you sit in straight lines and you raise your hands and you have to be quiet until you're spoken to and and it's you know everything is about trying to get that behavior so when kids come into acting and they want to do a good job they're worried about getting all the words right where it's about really expressing themselves and telling a story versus being perfect with the words now eventually we want to get to the point in being an actor where we get all the words right but we're giving a performance and no one knows that we're acting right but in learning acting, a lot of times I'm trying to break that habit of, you know, just trying to get 100% correct or an A plus like on a test and letting energy and emotion come out and personality come out. You know, so, so that's a, a challenge. It's very non-academic in a lot of ways. Okay, now I know the next question is very leading since I know from personal experience how well you work with uh, children. Not only do you teach classes at the conventions, private, etc. A lot of your training is done via Skype. Yeah, Skype is fantastic because I meet people all around the country, and I've, I've actually Skyped with people in Europe and abroad as well. But it's, it's nice when, when I make a connection with a child, which I, I find I do pretty well, but when, when, there's, when the child responds to the way that I work and what I'm saying, and the parents say, geez, there's no one like you right where I live, or I haven't met someone like you before, which is natural because I'm a teaching artist that, you know, has had all these experiences in New York and everything else. They say, how can we stay in touch? Well, Skype allows us to do that. And although I love working in person when I can, Skype has, you know, I can see and hear the work that you're doing and challenge you, and I get up and get active on the other end as well. So Skype has been a lot of fun. The other component of that is that technology is going in such a way as that people are auditioning online now, uh, sending videotapes instead of, or digital video, instead of having to be in person. So using this technology, I feel like, is preparing people for diverse careers and using technologies in ways that I only see expanding. 
And when you see a pupil succeed, is it the same sense of accomplishment as when you yourself are on stage? Wow, the same. Especially working with younger people, it's thrilling when they break through something and have a success. It is, it's kind of the same. I, I know how, I know what it's like to kind of experience the fear of performing or just like, you know, putting myself out there in a way that might have been uncomfortable a little while ago and then suddenly being comfortable doing that thing or, you know, facing that challenge. When, when kids do it, they can grow and change so fast. They can be so pliable that way. And, and when they get it, they just light up and, and everyone recognizes it. So it's, it is, it's totally thrilling because you can see that now, especially in a class setting, like when one person gets something, it's giving everyone else permission to be better the next time. Mm-hmm. And when one person challenges themselves, it allows everyone to challenge themselves. So I think that's the great thing about growth, about creativity and, uh, you know, acting when it's, it's not an instrument or something like I love music and all those things are great, but you're the instrument as an actor. So you have nothing to hide behind, nothing to work with except your body, your voice, your emotional instruments, your, you know, just your creativity. And to see someone understand that they can use that to tell a story and to make an impact in a room full of people and uh, to get attention in a healthy way and have that common experience, it's the greatest. That's why I do it. And uh, speaking of like healthy experiences and, of course, growing personally, getting that self-esteem. You have a kind of a side project as a member of a boy band. Did I hear that right? <laughs> that is right. We are a little older than the average boy band, it turns out. Now, you didn't hear that from me. If anyone asked, we're all 17 years old. But it started at a convention where we're working with kids, and someone said we looked like a boy band. As a joke, my friends and I were all pretty fashionable men. So we thought it was hilarious, and we took a picture, and then the picture was just so real that we said, hey, you know what? This is legit. We're completely a boy band. And now, because families, children that we spoke to, their parents, really responded to us being a boy band and the the story that we built around it and the philosophies that we teach about just basically believing in yourself and you being awesome, we have been so inspired that we now are producing an album. So I have a feature-length hip-hop album coming out where all of us rap, and the songs are positive and uplifting for families. We are looking forward to getting into middle schools and high schools and other venues where we can work with young kids, and part of what we'd be doing is, you know, performing our hip-hop songs on stage, and i got to say, the songs are pretty good. Excellent. Well, I'll be sure to uh, download it on iTunes when it becomes available. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. You know, what, what advice would you give to young people today? We touched on this a, a little bit. I think you got to do what you love. You know, that's that's the thing that I feel like, it, it, in a way, this sounds weird, but it's selfish. I want people to do what they love because I think that my world is more interesting. You know, when I meet people, I like mm-hmm. to meet people who are doing what they love to do and making their unique impact on the world. So if you love acting today, then find a way to get in an acting class. Find a way, get your hands on a book at the library, read some plays, you know, look at stage success. There's a lot of great free resources on there, and I'm working to add more all the time. Do what you can to pursue the things that you love to do, because you'll learn the most from it. And if your interests change, that's okay. Then 
allow yourself to be affected by the things that you love to do and be willing to take that risk because in my experience, when you're sincere about what you love to do, it works out. You know, you're, you're taken care of in a way. And parents, I know a lot of them, oh, I don't know if I want my children to go into an artistic career because it's something that they never did. They don't know if it can be stable or if their children can have a prosperous life. And I, I really think that not only can you have a prosperous life, but you can have one that's fulfilled and that you feel like you are doing, you know, what you're here to do instead of just playing it safe and doing something that you're not passionate about. Doing what you love is, is the thing that I try to teach and to every person I talk to, and I try to teach it by living it myself. And I concur wholeheartedly. I know you've had a great uh, impression on uh, my two sons, who you had the opportunity to coach uh, last summer before a convention. And, uh, of course, we covered that in the winter edition of Patentry Magazine. And it was personal, and it was uh, it was unique seeing you, know, you interact with them you know, on a weekly basis and how fast – you know, they develop their uh, young craft. What's the future hope for Michael? What's the future hope for stage success? Where are you going with this? I think the next step for stage success is continuing to build it as a resource for people that want to develop and express their talent. Stage success has grown so much over the last couple of years just because people have asked me to continue doing what I was doing. I think now, with stages being finished, I'm putting more energy into that because I'm enjoying it more. So I think that's how any good business works, is it starts from a demand for the business. And what I see myself doing with Stage Success More is helping more people. You know, I want to add more value to make a bigger impact on more talent. So, you know, to me that looks like doing more one-on-one. The great thing with the Internet is I'd like to do some small group coaching online. That's something I've had the opportunity to do just a couple of times. And then I want to get in front of more people and audiences. Mm-hmm. It, I get great feedback when I do get those opportunities, but if, if there is anyone thinking that I can help their group of people to you know, achieve whatever it is, I'd love to have that opportunity. So that's what I'm pursuing with success is you know, just helping more people in a way, and I, I see that being in person. Good. And again, from a personal experience, I can wholeheartedly endorse your professionalism. And speaking of people, crowds, groups, is there anybody you'd wish to recognize today? Wow, thank you. First, thank you for saying, giving me that little testimonial there. I do appreciate that. And recognizing people, you know, there's so many people that helped me get to where I am as a coach because they recognize that me. So I want to, you know, anyone that is doing the work that they love to do, I want to recognize that, certainly. And I think that's the biggest thing. And I guess, in a way, that will include all the people that have helped me along, mm-hmm. too. So... Certainly, you mentioned Adam Hill, who's in pageantry. He has been my mentor and support and, and helped me get to here. I would be remiss not to mention him. Well, Adam, Adam has been the artistic influence in my life that shaped a lot of uh, who I've become as a teacher. Excellent. I appreciate the time. Uh, it's amazing getting the inside view you know, on the acting side of the business. You know, a lot of times, you know, we're, we're so much on the fashion and others, it's just, it's, it's a breath of fresh air being able to speak to someone we know of your caliber, you know, as well as your expertise. Thank you so much. It's, it's great to be able to speak to you, too. And I hope it does serve mm-hmm. to open the horizons of, of everyone listening to it. You know, I think it's a, a great opportunity for people that are working in modeling and, and where they're the instruments mm-hmm. as well to take that to the next level and say, hey, can I express myself in a way that that might challenge me a little bit differently. I can't see how it would hurt anyone in a modeling career. 
uh, I concur wholeheartedly. Again, today's very special pageantry podcast guest was our personal friend, Mr. Michael Schreiber of Stage Success. Michael, I wish you all the success on the stage as well with the movie Stages. Give my best to Mr. Adam. Give my best to Brad. And we hope to see you on the road soon. Thank you very much. Look forward to seeing you too, folks.